<laughs> all right, welcome to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four hand washing nerds for all of you hand washing nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foils. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're keeping it topical. <laughs> this is Very jo- topical. Uh, we're talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Dinos Unbreakable, Episode 10. Let's eat Italian food. My yeah! favorite episode of this show. Uh, this is a little. Jo- it's a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch along podcast. We watch each and every episode and just make terrible jokes about it. I'm so ready for this episode. Had a big I- bowl of spaghetti just before. Just oh, yeah. get prepared. <laughs> sure. That's called that's what we called method podcasting. Method podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Victor, I know we've been hyping it up. This is, without a doubt, like, I, I haven't watched this in a while, and it was so nice to come back to it, it being just as good as I remember. I love this episode. It's my favorite episode of the show. Full stop. <laughs> uh, it's it is an excellent episode. It's a I very really clear is. example of Iraqi just fucking around. Yes. <laughs> this episode almost doesn't work without, like, two seasons of stand battles before it. I think... I think Araki's actually really good when he's just fucking around. When he's just having a good time and playing with his characters and, like, a bullshit premise. Sure. Yeah. Like, when he's not trying to go for something super serious and he's just trying to go for a goof, like, it typically lands pretty alright. Like, varying degrees, but, in he- like, definitely here... Works perfect. It, this is wonderful. I mean, and not to say that he can't do serious because he has, and he, he has. Just keeps fucking it up anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but sometimes he doesn't. The fight with Dio is good. Yeah, fight with Dio is really good. This is this is master class Looney Tunes, and I <laughs> love it. <laughs> this is such a cartoon. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't wait. All right, let's get into this, because we're going to be on, like, this is going to take us a while. So, viewers at home, buckle up. It's our (laughs) first two-hour episode. (laughs) (laughs) Call on your shot there, Tim. I'm not. This isn't going to be two hours. Well... We'll just play the same episode. We'll just play it twice. We'll do it again when we get to the end. There we go. Just loop it. So, this episode begins with another supernatural cold open. Yeah. Yep. It's just just an unlit kitchen. An unlit professional kitchen. A chef. (laughs) He's using a meat cleaver. And he's, like, chopping down. There's entrails spraying out everywhere. And we time time to dog. Starts at 17 <laughs> seconds in, and you, I'm waiting. I'm here, and I'm waiting. Because there's the clock is on. a cage in the back of this place, and you hear this growling sound <laughs> with the moon in the background. It's it's just it's shadows just... everywhere. And of course, this character is just doing the most menacing thing any person could possibly do: just sharpening a knife. Yep. Yeah. Okay, do you think Araki puts this dog here just because he's trained us to think the dog is going to die? Uh, yeah, I he's think, now now I he's think just what, purely fucking with us? What happens later in the episode, I think, is proof that Araki understands what we think about him and is <laughs> fucking with us. He, this entire like, episode is fucking with us. There are moments where I absolutely do not think Araki is self-aware about what he's doing. And then there's moments like this where I'm like, this man's a fucking genius and he's just trolling all of us. <laughs> He's Kojima-ing up. <laughs> yes. Like, like, 
it's hard to say wh- wh- where that line is, but right here, right now, he's definitely fucking with us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This Hannibal start is a great start to this episode. It gets your expectations in the right place. <laughs> the wrong place with the right wrong place. Yeah. Right, like, this episode is masterclass in, like, doing tension and making you question whether or not there's going to actually be a threat. It's played <laughs> like there is, but there isn't. And that's how I spoil. That's why this. I, you should have watched this goddamn episode already. <laughs> and if true. you haven't, please like go back and watch it twice. Like if you haven't watched it in a while, three it's times. An excellent episode. Um, <laughs> I can't, the first time I watched this with you, Grant, was just wonderful because it keeps building you up. Is this a stand user? Is this even yeah. a stand user? Is yeah, the a first time? What's happening? The first time I watched this, I was like, okay. When's the shoe going to drop and, like, it's just going to be full-on stand fight? And it never happens. <laughs> it's so it just, good. like, it just kept hyping me the entire episode. I'm like, like, what's going on? Like, is this a stand? Like, of course it's a stand, uh, but, like. <laughs> what kind of stand? Is it a genie? Know. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Why couldn't it just be genies? Genies aren't real, Tim. <laughs> what? Uh so huh. we we cut to Okiyasu and uh, our good boy Josuke. Yeah, our and they're just walking down the street, and uh, they're talking about how they're going to go see uh, Keicho's grave. Yeah, we're going to see Keicho's grave. <laughs> you and your bro just hanging out. Let's go see my bro- my dead brother's grave. Two brothers like, and like <laughs> he's fine with that, I guess. I mean. Josuke's being supportive, and Okuyasu is not really all there, as we've established. <laughs> Josuke <laughs> is taking care of Okuyasu. Yeah. He, is, yeah. he feels responsible for this. Someone needs to take care of this boy, as we'll find out later. <laughs> Okuyasu looks like he's looking for any reason not to go to his brother's grave, though. <laughs> no, because really, cause... the moment he locks eyes with this Italian <laughs> restaurant, he's like, fuck it, let's go eat. I'm <laughs> fucking out of Josuke, oh, Josuke, morning always makes me hungry. Let's grab a bite to eat. <laughs> Josuke's like, I'm not hungry. Also, why is this restaurant in a cemetery? <laughs> we, could, we could, like, go after we go to the cemetery. He's like, no, I'm hungry right now. He just starts drooling everywhere. <laughs> it's like, they can't get a lot of customers being this close to the cemetery. No, 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 you don't understand. I was like, sure enough, this place is empty when they get there. <laughs> What did just I, open? <laughs> this is where the creepy emo kids go to eat. <laughs> I can't imagine an emo kid in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> that is just a level of cognitive dissonance I cannot wrap my mind around. <laughs> no, he just orders the squidding pasta. Squidding pasta and a glass of red wine, but... <laughs> this pasta's black like my this heart. Is... <laughs> this pasta really gets me. <laughs> it really speaks to me. Oh, oh so they go in. The carbs of depression. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're always right about that. But like <laughs> the carbs of depression. <laughs> gonna be tough to beat that yeah that's, that's, <laughs> i wanted to like add on to this joke but i don't know if no, I did it. You, you solved that joke it's complete so we'll, we'll, we'll just settle for saying the punchline over and over again <laughs> the carbs they keep, they keep the comedy it's repetition right yeah 
<laughs> oh, we'll man. just beat that line into the ground too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with your leftovers of carbs of depression? Put it in your deep fridge. Uh, I feel like fourth meal. <laughs> fourth meal is the primary time when you eat your carbs of depression. <laughs> oh, you That's don't want to reheat Taco your Bell. carbs of depression. <laughs> yeah, you eat it cold because you'll deserve <laughs> the warmth of human <laughs> the warmth of human kindness. <laughs> Yeah, depression in fourth field sounds right when you find yourself at a Waffle House hungover at two in the morning. <laughs> I mean... That's a big fucking mood, though. It's not yeah. a big of a mood as finding yourself alone in a Waffle House hungover at 7 p.m. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I want to go get some Italian food. You guys want to just, like, go get some Italian food when this quarantine is over? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I also wasn't aware IHOP was was open before t- 10 p.m. Is <laughs> going to be a win? I don't know. Yeah, if there are any uh. restaurants after this national nightmare is over. Well, this is a restaurant that's definitely not going to survive the quarantine because it's only w- one chef, no wait staff, and nobody's in this place. Yeah, but it's a I'm restaurant s- you could go to during quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. It seats like six. Yep. Look, that is, that is exactly how many chairs are like that set out here. I'm so proud of him and his small business. Yeah. Got reserve ahead of time. Also, get the fucking wait staff. No, no. I've... The, the places where the, the owner is also the head chef and also your waiter, those that's the place where you get the best service and yeah, the but best he has food. To, he has to go out and feel the customer, and I'm not really into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they enter this place, and they're greeted by Tonio, a man who is too handsome to be a stand user, right? <laughs> no! He has all of these teas on him! <laughs> Don't be fooled! I know it's a chef outfit, but it's still ridiculous. <laughs> I know that he looks like a normal chef, but all the teas should have been a giveaway that he's a stand user. <laughs> Maybe it's for the restaurant name. Trattoria yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's Trattoria Trussardi or Trendy. Yeah, Trendy. The tea is for Trendy. The tea is for Trendy. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, if you're listening to the sub, the original Japanese voice, um, I love that, Tonio's voice. He, he Tonio's has a voice bad Japanese is a, accent. It's good. It's a Jap- Japanese man doing an Italian accent. I and love it. Anytime there's a, an Italian <laughs> accent in an anime, I love it. It's, it yeah. sounds oh, so stupid. It's so in good. the best way possible. Oh, it's it, like. The effort he's putting into sounding like he's bad at Japanese or has a bad accent is so good. <laughs> I like I can't even do the Ohio goes I must. Watashi This is the exact voice any like uh like character who's Italian who tries to have an Italian accent in an anime sounds like. And it's it Always. Might be this. So good. So choice. It, is... it might just be one guy. <laughs> Given <laughs> the nature of this show and how many different nationalities we have represented, it is stunning that they chose to do it here. Because <laughs> <laughs> they sure as hell didn't do it next season, which takes place in Italy. <laughs> and like, Polnareff didn't have, have a French accent the whole time. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Oh my God. They gave it to him in the, the dub, though. Yeah, it's a disaster. But so mm. is Polnareff, so it's appropriate. Yeah. Uh, the is the dub for Tonio? Does he have an accent? Yeah. See, si, signore, I am originally from Italy. My name is Tonio Trendy, but you can call me Tony. <laughs> how, how is it? Because I think I listened to like 
a, a line of it, and I was like, no, I gotta go back to the Japanese. I like it. It's just a good Italian accent. It's just like a whatever. An Italian accent. It, it's not like wise guy. It's more the, um, I feel it, like there's two Italian accents. Like, you know, not mobster, but the other one. No, I, I get you. Yeah, I'm yeah. Don. <laughs> not, he's gonna shows him who's bought. Not that one. It's a non-threatening Italian accent. A non-threatening Italian accent. There we go. The, the really it's not a guy who knows the guy. One. Yeah. So, Okiasu jumps straight to the racism. He's like, you're not from around here, are you? You're a foreigner. And I'm just like, what, what's that question, Okiasu? He's, si, he's trying... I, it's not a question. It's a, a smarter person would have asked, oh, you're really from Italy, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, but Okiasu is too dumb to ask the question he wants to ask. Yep. Like, he's not because... just from Italy. He traveled the whole world learning about different flavors, and now he's settled down to Morio, and he just wants to, to highlight the, the local flavors and combine it with his traditional Italian flair. He says, like, Morio is a wonderful place. I don't even own this building. They just... <laughs> <laughs> I killed the man that owned it, and now it's mine! Look, <laughs> look, Most other no. places they'd investigate, but here no one cares! <laughs> I mean, I opened this in a cemetery, for God's sakes. <laughs> he wouldn't have to kill anybody to get this building. The rent is dirt cheap because it's in a cemetery. <laughs> He's a small business owner. He has to make do with what he can get. <laughs> this is actually a repurposed mausoleum. <laughs> it looks like it, actually. <laughs> Under all of the tables is just coffins. <laughs> I don't know. He really judged up the place, though, because yeah. it actually looks quite nice. It's a very quaint-looking Italian restaurant. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nice. It's classy. It has wooden ducks on the walls, so that's how you know it's good. That's mm. how you know it's classy. Wooden ducks. So, Trattori doesn't have a menu, and they just can't get... Th- what do you mean there's no What do you mean, do you, no mean you don't have a menu? <laughs> no, I just decide what everyone gets. Please, give me your hand. And- <laughs> no, you're not gonna give me a goddamn menu! <laughs> <laughs> just not getting it. We're I'm doing really- a bit here. Come on, guys. <laughs> Do you think Okiyasu is this argumentative everywhere he goes because he doesn't understand simple instructions about places? <laughs> like, <laughs> I somehow feel like Okiyasu's like performance in this episode is like it's like performative. Like him and Antonio are in on a like stage play together, <laughs> and and Josuke's just the audience for it. Josuke's the mark. <laughs> Yeah, it does like feel they're like trying this. to con him, but to what end? No, now that you mention it, this does feel like Okiyasu and Tony are. That's exactly this. You're right. Wow, <laughs> the way Okiyasu like, where just are the cameras overacts like, yeah. everything. <laughs> this whole thing plays out like it's an episode of Candid Camera. Like Ashton Kutcher is gonna jump out and just shout that Josuke's been punked. <laughs> oh, Josuke! I found the stand user. We made you think I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> Now get out. We got jo- Jotaro showing up in an hour. We need to- <laughs> God, so uh, Okia- we can all agree Okiyasu needs to wash his hands if um, <laughs> Tonio can tell all this shit from him. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, if, the if athletes can tell, one. Mm. If somebody can tell that you had diarrhea last night by looking at your hand, you should wash your damn hands. <laughs> This has to be some stand bullshit. A and B. Why on earth wouldn't Josuke want to go to the palm reader too? <laughs> like their first palm reader in all of JoJo, and it's this idiot. <laughs> mm. Uh, 
I don't know. He's willing to let Okiyasu walk into the rake first. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a strategy in stand fights. It's good to have a pull around to take the stand users to the face first. (laughs) (laughs) You know he's going to (laughs) survive. He's too dumb to die. <laughs> Anyways, um, Tonio really sizes up Okiyasu. Yeah, he's like, okay, you, you, it looks like you didn't get enough sleep last night. You only had about four hours of sleep. Your your intestinal walls were inflamed. Um, you, you have puffy eyes. Uh, no wonder you didn't sleep a wink. And your your left shoulder is, in like stiff. Stiff. You have yeah. athlete foot on the right. I, I want you to know, I felt Two really personally attacked by all of this. All oh, of yeah. it. <laughs> Like, or he's just a millennial. Yeah, Okiyasu is a litany of health problems, and so am I in very much the same way. And I really wish I had a Tonio in my life. <laughs> yeah. In some regards, nice. this is the best doctor anybody, any of us will ever have. <laughs> so yeah. I've got to. Yeah. So yeah. Okiyasu drinks some water here. Oh, God. And it, uh, all right. All right. So what are the chances that this is Okiyasu's first drink of water <laughs> since, they, since they were kids? Boy, Josuke, this water thing's pretty good. I only drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's the we... 1990s, Grant. It's Surge. <laughs> <laughs> this probably explains the devastating cavities. <laughs> but yeah, I just, my note just says, Hydro homies represent here. <laughs> Y'all, I, this isn't just any water. This is mineral, mineral water. This is some gourmet shit. God damn, Jimmy. This is some serious gourmet shit. I can't imagine water that tastes that good. That Okiyasu just spontaneously shouts, <laughs> Which he does, again, like 14 <laughs> times in this episode. <laughs> It's delicious. <laughs> you know when you're really thirsty and you get some cold-ass water? Yeah, like if you've been watering a desert <laughs> for three days. So, yeah. so cold that like it is on the verge of giving you a brain freeze, but it's just not quite cold enough. Mm. So it's just positively refreshing. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. It's real crisp and clean and mmm. Oh, so good. Water's and the then, best, y'all. Also, you, you, cry. you cry like an anime character. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's like, it's just... Dude, Okiyasu, are you crying? It's just that the water tastes so good. <laughs> and, and Okiyasu proceeds to expel all the moisture in his body through his eyes. Uh. <laughs> I wrote down body horror in my slice of life JoJo anime. Look, he starts crying at first and then at first you think, oh, it's like that like anime trope of somebody crying waterfalls. And then it keeps going and then Josuke reacts to it and he's like, oh shit, you're like that. Your body shouldn't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> it is gushing with force out of his ducks. Like... <laughs> We'll say your body shouldn't work like that a lot this episode, I suspect. (laughs) God. Like, you remember a JoJo amount of blood? It's a JoJo amount of tears. (laughs) And his eyes start shriveling up. Yeah, that's the worst thing ever. Joseph didn't cry this much when Caesar died. (laughs) I did. Oh, my God. Uh, But apparently, Okiyasu cried more than this when he watched the movie The Champ for the first time. (laughs) 
<laughs> what movie is the champ? I meant to look that up. I don't, I don't know. I, uh, let's find I, out. I don't do research. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's impossible. We could never know. There's no way to find out. Anyway, yeah, his eyeballs shrivel up because of all the moisture they've lost. <laughs> Antonio walks back in. He's like, oh, don't freak out. His eyes shriveling up is totally normal. <laughs> it's cool. You see, this is 50,000-year-old water harvested from a glacier in Mount Kilimanjaro. How is Tonio turning a profit here? Like, it's like it's, Because that's a lie, Joey. It's his stand. The Champ is a 1979 American drama sports film, remake of a 1931 film of the same name that won an Academy Award. Stars John Voight as Billy Flynn, a past boxer with custody of his son, Timothy, who attempts to support his son and make up with his ex-wife, Annie, by fighting in the ring again. Mm-hmm. Okay, I assume well, he yeah. dies. Well, that has been JoJo's bizarre Western movie reference. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but <laughs> it's like that Simpsons bit here, Tony. It's like we lost four men on this last expedition. You got to start charging more than one dollar a glass of this fifty thousand year old glacier water. <laughs> You've got to start selling this for more than a dollar a bag. We lost four more men on this expedition. If you can think of a better way to get ice, I'd like to hit it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you know a better way to make a man cr- scrub out the inside of his eyeballs, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that that's the key to like really marketing your food is just putting a location in front of it, and it just sure. sounds not, well, so much nicer. Oh like, yeah, instead of just food, maybe Italian food. No, nobody <laughs> wants cod. Cod's not a good fish. But if you say North Pacific cod, oh, sounds a little bit more fancy. Yeah, Locally right. sourced. Something. Something good. I love how this episode does this because Tonio is either extremely menacing with lighting or super friendly. And it constantly <laughs> oscillates between Josuke freaking out over the bizarre things that are happened to Okiyasu's body. And, like Okiyasu in devastating pain. And then turning around, just gay. I'm great. I feel refreshed. <laughs> like I'm not sleeping at all anymore. <laughs> so before I had watched this episode again, I had thought to myself, man, I would love to go eat Italian food um, at Tony O's restaurant. And then I watched the episode. I'm like, man, that sounds like a miserable experience for about half of it. And then when you're done, you feel amazing. But yeah. like in the meantime, you're going to have the most horrific and most amazing dining experience. Yes. Okay. okay. What a roller coaster. Guys, you're in a fantasy D&D party, and yeah. your cleric, all of their healing spells, heal you in the most upsetting way possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you broke your arm. Let me grow you a new one real quick. <laughs> 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 he rips it off. You're a part but, lizard now. It's coming back. Don't worry. But you have to eat this dope meatball for it to grow back. If someone said, eat this meatball to regrow your arm, I would look at them pretty skeptically, even after I've seen this episode. (laughs) Tonio is a Call of Cthulhu healer. (laughs) Because this is just, like, the most traumatic things I have ever seen. (laughs) Like, Josuke has to, like, have nightmares after this because the things that he witnesses coming out of Okuyasu's body... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's terrifying. I, no. Anyways, mm. anyways, this water um, uh, flushes out the impurities through his eye, uh, eyes, and like, it says it washes insomnia. out the inside of his eyeballs. Is yeah, what Tony it, just, yeah, no, 
you look back at Okiyasu, he's all baby-faced and just like, I feel like a billion bucks. <laughs> God, it, like the starburst behind him, how yeah. happy he looks. He just looks like a cartoon character from a different show. It's great. Flutters his eyes as it pulls into for a close-up on him. He's so happy. I, I love this boy. He is He's such a sweet boy. He's too dumb to be suspicious. It's like, dude, I just watched you lose all of the water that should be in your body. It's like, I cry, I cry when I watch movies. I'll be fine. This is totally normal, Josuke. Do y'all, do y'all like us? I love that he plays that off. Like, oh, don't worry about it. I do that all the time. <laughs> you do not do that all the time, Okiyasu. What the fuck? <laughs> do, you, do y'all think this episode would have worked with any other two characters? <laughs> no, this is Wait, a great two characters to do this. It would have worked with Caesar and Joseph. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Caesar being uh, Josuke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Squidding pasta. My. My. Because, like, Josuke or Joseph would be growing arms and stuff, and then making fun of Caesar for freaking out. Like, it would have worked with Polnareff and Kakuin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine Polnareff going, Ooh, my. Ooh, my. <laughs> You can. You. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I was trying to be like, all right, maybe this would work with like Koichi. Uh, I'm like, I was like trying to get the puzzle pieces together, and I'm like, nobody in this season would even come close to this. No, no. It, it had to be these two characters for this season. Oh, it's so perfect. I love them so much. <laughs> like, just imagine Jotaro in this situation. <laughs> Like, the teeth start falling out of Joseph's face, and he's just, like, punches <laughs> him in the face immediately. Tonio would be dead. Yeah, oh, immediately. Yeah. Uh, so, we get to the antipasto. Now we've finished the water course. Now we're under the antipasto course, where he brings oh. out a bruschetta. Do you know how mad I am that this motherfucker says... And I quote, nothing compares with how Italians prepare tomatoes. No. <laughs> and he brings out a cut tomato. No, it's just sliced. <laughs> I like that he says, this is not bragging, only pride. He gives a long lecture about tomatoes. And I love, because Okiyasu is clearly like, hanging on every word. You hear him make noises in the background. Tomato. Yeah. It's great. They even translate this into English. He's like, oh. Tomato. Oh. It's just Okiyasu noises over and over again. <laughs> so, Joe, you got to level with me. How many times have you attempted to replicate the recipe shown in this episode? Uh, I haven't actually tried. I, now that I think about it, I should. But, like, this is just bruschetta with a, like, Caesar yeah. dressing on it. Would, I, I we, mean, I love bruschetta. So. Would you like a recipe? Because don't worry, Araki gives you a recipe. <laughs> oh, yeah, he gives us yeah, a recipe. It, it overlays the on the screen. I saw a bidging with Babish this past week on YouTube. <gasps> did you do it? And he did he recreated this recipe. Really? Because wow. the recipe is on screen. Like it has the list of all the ingredients for like the the can... dressing and everything. I'm not putting anchovies on anything. Those those are <laughs> disgusting. They're great for for dressings and sauces. No, disagree, man. Now I gotta go watch that binging with Babish. Thank you, Granny. Hard. I know he disagree. did the squid eggs pasta, but I don't. I've never liked the caprese salads like this. 
I, I love oh, these. I, I love these. Yeah. I, I've never I, had one that made me feel get, like get a fresh mozzarella, some uh, some nice juicy tomato. You get the olive oil and it's you usually balsamic. You put it on a nice crostini. Mm. You it's gotta get a good tomato. That's the All thing. Right. I don't think I've yeah. ever had mm-hmm. one because tomatoes are very disappointing in the United States of America. Hashtag hey, grow your, yeah, typically grow your own coward. Uh, yes, that's like if <laughs> I did not live in an apartment, I would grow my own tomatoes. I'm sure you know, Acacia can grow you some. She'd love to. Uh, I would take you up on that offer because homegrown tomatoes make uh, store bought tomatoes taste like the garbage they are. They are garbage. I will agree with that. Yep. <laughs> so, okay, okay. she starts trying to like nag the freaking. Yeah, it's it suddenly turns into a snob. And I'm like, Okiyasu. Us, us Japanese well, oh, have a rough well, time. Right, Josuke balance. earlier uh, talked about, like, hey, if you don't like the food, just pretend like just pretend you don't like the food and we can just get out of here. <laughs> Dine and dash. It's like, look. Okiyasu doesn't you know what mozzarella is. Mozzarella? If you don't, mm. he didn't get. Uh, we didn't get to choose the food. So if there's anything remotely bad about it, we just we just fuck them up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this 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 cheese is all right. It's pretty good. Oh, it's actually good. really good. No, no, you try it with the no, tomato. No, kind of plan you stupid <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, oh tomato. Tell you. When Tonyo <laughs> suggests the tomato and put it together. And, and the way Okiyasu responds is, what? <laughs> with the tomato? What crazy talk, Mr. Italian man. And Just because things. I like you, I'll try it. But I'm not li- going to like it. This is the exact scene that made me think, are they putting on a show for Josuke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's everything about this is so exaggerated. <laughs> it's, it's legitimately like if a comedy duo was doing it. <laughs> it's like, who are they playing to? <laughs> <laughs> is is Okiyasu just trying to impress Josuke by acting like a snob? Is he trying to impress Tonio? Like, <laughs> this is the most sophistication this man will ever produce, and like, I'm impressed by it right now. God, because when he takes a bite, he basically just is his pants immediately. It's like I was watching Shokugeki no Soma. Yes. As everyone's clothes burst off. <laughs> I get it. It's a full on Food Wars episode right here. Oh, good, no- so good enough, Bruschetta. Mm. It's pretty good. It is it's really fucking good. good. It's just like, oh, it's perfect. It's like, uh, they go perfectly together. The tomato and the mozzarella gives all these examples. And Josuke's like, oh, let me try some. No, I'd rather die first. <laughs> <No>. Fuck you. <laughs> if you were starving. <laughs> if you were starving. Order your own damn food. <laughs> I wouldn't even give it to you. Which, like, I, I can kind of understand. I go full doggo mode and I get food that I really like. And I don't want anybody to touch it. But then he does like the, the like the, oh. the, the like here comes the airplane to Josuke and Josuke then turns around and goes boyfriend. like mm. the, the face he makes when he eats it for Josuke is the greatest like, thing I've ever seen. Okay, okay, awesome. Now you're just being a dick. 
You don't gotta be like that. You could just say no. Okuyasu makes so many good faces this episode. It's a facial smorgasbord for Okuyasu. Like when he's when he's talking about the the cheese by itself, he's like, "Well, I guess your foreign food just ain't cut out for Japanese taste buds." And he's got this ridiculous look on his face and like one eye half closed. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, he, he he thanks his mom for bringing him into this world <laughs> so he could eat this. I'm <laughs> so happy I'm alive. Oh my god! I hate. I love this sweet so boy. Much. I love him so much. He's such a bastard. <laughs> it's so funny. God, yeah. <laughs> just case like I'll have what he's having, <laughs> but you don't have a st- stiff shoulder, so it won't fix that. As Tonio says menacingly, <laughs> "You're not gonna get anything out of this dish. Not like he's gonna get what's coming to him." <laughs> <laughs> the, the camera pulls in and it like does like a f- distortion effect on Tonio, and it's like, "I suggest you take off your jacket, sir." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm heating up. I'm feeling real hot, Josuke. He yeah. just starts itching and itching and scratching his we shoulder. We get a, a real itchy, tasty scene. Uh, I, I, I hate this so much. I think, this is the, I think this is the worst part for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, I, I love it because it's such a ricochet from the comedy vaudeville shit we were just doing to straight <laughs> body horror. And then it goes right back to the comedy vaudeville. <laughs> It's an Iraqi classic. It's the real Iraqi magic working in this episode. Quick, Josuke, while he's scratching, eat the bruschetta yourself. <laughs> I don't know if Josuke's appetite is surviving this scene. It's because Okiasu starts scratching and sloughing off flesh from his shoulder. And it's it's like a lot. It's like like a Antonio's lot. like, that's right, keep scratching. Would you like... A soft ball out of skin. No, that your boyfriend hold- collected for you. No. He's holding the ball of skin. Why is he holding a ball of skin? Like, why? Why did he collect it? Why does Tonio take it away later? On He's a like- plate. Like he just like carries it back to the kitchen on a plate. And I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no. 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 Oh, and he's like, oh, worry. I have to put the noodles on. I'm like, oh no, don't use those skin fragments. <laughs> I'll take these out of your hands for reasons, for purposes in the back. Don't worry about it. God, but he like, Okiasu takes a crater out of his shoulder down to the fucking bone. And he's freaking, Josuke's freaking out and then pops right back. Oh, wow, I'm so limber. (laughs) (laughs) My shoulder feels so light. Look at this. (laughs) Puts his hands behind his back and starts like touching them to his shoulder blades. It's like. I've never been able to do this before. <laughs> hey, look at this, Jessica. Jessica's like, okay, yes, you just lost two pounds of skin. Yeah, and I'm doing great. <laughs> it was holding me back. <laughs> it's, look, I lost way more skin than that when I went to the hot springs last year. And I'm like, hold on, what? <laughs> that, that's not true, Okuyasu, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> He's too stupid to be suspicious. It's upsetting how much Okuyasu's playing this off. <laughs> I also appreciate just how fucking ripped Okiyasu is, though, because you never get to see it through the school uniform. But it's just like, yeah, of course all this guy does is work out. He doesn't know how to do anything else. (laughs) (sighs) The show continually does a good job of, like, keeping you on edge about Tonio because it keeps doing creepy, like, glaring... close-ups on his eyes he gets a good aura at one point when he le- like leans forward and it's like take off your jacket <laughs> and i'm just yeah. like oh 
<laughs> and then, of course, he takes away, like, just lovingly places a softball of dead skin on a plate and carries it away to the kitchen. <laughs> She's like, no, no, I don't want, I'm leaving. I don't want anything to do with this anymore. <laughs> what? Would you have preferred he, like, give it, gave it back to him in a takeout container or something? <laughs> <laughs> on that we'll note, call, Victor. We'll, we'll call it little Okiyasu. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Tonio, sorry, spoiler alert, Grant spoiled it way earlier. Tonio does have a stand. What? what? Dan's name? Pearl Jam. Pole Jam. Pole Jam. Pole Jam. Pole Jam. Pearl Jam. Pole Jam. That's a reference, right, Victor? <laughs> oh, is is Pearl Jam a reference to something? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference. We're here to talk about one of the major pillars of the early 90s grunge movement, Pearl Jam. They exploded out of the Seattle alternative scene with their 1991 debut album, 10, which became one of the biggest records of 1992 and stayed on the Billboard 200 for almost five years, selling over 13 million copies in the U.S. Pearl Jam's origin story is a little rougher than your ideal garage band strikes at Big Tail. Guitarist Stone Gossard and bassist Jeff Ament were part of a group called Mother Love Bone who seemed poised for great success. But just days prior to the scheduled release of their debut album in 1990, their lead vocalist died of a heroin overdose. The album did see release later that year to critical acclaim, but Mother Love Bone was already over. Ament and Gossard were hit particularly hard by the loss of their friend and their band, but they channeled their emotional responses into more music, and after a short time apart, they quickly began working on assembling a new group with fellow Seattle guitarist Mike McCready on lead. They sent a demo to then Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Jack Irons to find a drummer and vocalist for the group, and though Irons wasn't interested in joining up, he passed it along to a buddy named Eddie Vedder, who was at the time fronting a group called Bad Radio. Vetter recorded a tape of his vocals to three songs on the demo and shipped it back to Seattle. The three band members were so impressed that they flew Vetter up from San Diego for an audition, and within a week, he was officially part of the group. After they recruited drummer Dave Krusen, it was time to officially start doing band stuff. First up, a name. They decided to go with Mookie Blaylock after the NBA player of the same name. Of course, this name did not last to the band's first official release. They renamed the band to Pearl Jam and paid tribute to Mookie Blaylock by giving their debut album the name 10, which was his jersey number. And my god, what an album it is. Pearl Jam has a long and influential career with 10 solid years of major album releases and a reputation for putting on some of the best live shows around. But nothing they ever did after this comes even close to the sheer quality on display here. It sounds like a greatest hits album all by itself. If you've never taken a deep dive into grunge, there are certainly iconic albums you can start with, but for my money, I say you can keep your Nevermind and your Super Unknown and your Facelift. Start with 10. 
Eddie Vedder's intense vocals over some great guitar and bass work, 10 is seriously one of the greatest albums of all time. Do not skip it. But Pearl Jam wasn't totally comfortable with the level of success they achieved off the back of 10. After a big return at the MTV Video Music Awards for the music video to Jeremy, which was highly praised and extremely controversial for its portrayal of a student committing suicide in front of his classmates, Pearl Jam stopped making music videos altogether. But they continued releasing albums and touring heavily in support of them, and their shows were notable not just for how good they were, but also for how political they could get. The band, especially Vetter, was very vocal about supporting causes from environmentalism to the pro-choice movement to voter turnout. One of their biggest causes was a crusade and lawsuit against Ticketmaster for having a monopoly on concert venues. And you know what, even though they didn't win, I 100% wish they had. Fuck Ticketmaster. In 2000, the band recorded every single show on their tour that year professionally. Pearl Jam bootleg concert recordings had become extremely popular, so the band decided to make official releases to increase supply and drive prices down. This meant that Pearl Jam released 72 different live albums in 2000 and 2001. It's not really important, but it is impressive, and it shows just how much of a live draw Pearl Jam was. And to this day, the band is still together and performing. They were a first ballot inductee to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2017, and their lineup pretty much hasn't changed at all since their debut except for their drummer, which went through four different candidates before the fifth one stuck in 1998. We'll go back into the show on the opening track from 10, a song called Once, because it is awesome. Right, Victor? Right, Victor? <laughs> you just cut out on me there, so like you started wailing and then it just went dead silent. <laughs> you missed nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let me do it. <laughs> Are you telling me you don't like Pearl Jam, Joey? What I'm telling you is <laughs> What I'm telling you is wow. <laughs> Read my lips, Tim. This this might amuse you guys. A common uh, a common name for music in this uh, this kind of style is Hunger Dunger Dang. <laughs> Hunger Dunger Dang. <laughs> you know. That fits. All right. No, yeah. I, like, I don't I think, think it, we have time to unpack that. It's the hunger dunger dang genre. No, we, we no, have hunger plenty dunger of time. Dang. We need to hit our two-hour mark here. No. So, <laughs> hunger dunger dang. <laughs> hunger dunger dang. I, I want to name a restaurant hunger dunger dang. <laughs> what kind of food it, does it serve? It feels offensive. <laughs> it, it does sound like a, some kind of slur. <laughs> I don't know who it's offensive to, but it feels it's offensive. the world. <laughs> yeah, just the concept <laughs> of human dignity. <laughs> Sensibilities. No, but Joey, I really want to unpack this. What kind of food does it serve? A hunger dunger dang probably serves like pierogies and... Um, <laughs> 
Uh, beer. <laughs> it's yeah, okay. carbohydrates. All right. You're, you're just sounding like a food truck right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Hunger Dugger Egg's a food truck. You're right, Grant. The flying Hunger Dugger Egg. <laughs> God, I want to name my ghost ship that. The flying Hunger Dugger Egg. Uh, yeah, fried pierogies. Um... You know, pierogi Korean burritos. No, no, pierogi burritos. That's it. Oh, pierogi burritos. I I cannot tell you what that is, but I know it's a food truck item, and I know it's something I want to eat. It probably has French fries in there too. Like it's just all potatoes. It's just it's a deep fried old potato. (laughs) (laughs) The hunger hunger (laughs) day. We just drop whole russet potatoes into a fryer for two for five minutes. And serve it to you on a stick. <laughs> Do you sell beef babies on this food truck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only on, like, special occasions. The beef baby is no, one of the one's, Hunger Dunger Dinks. only on Fridays. <laughs> beef baby, the Hunger Dunger Dinks special. <laughs> right. are, are you having a stroke, Joey? Are you okay? <laughs> Do you need help? Were those words less intelligible than my Pearl Jam impression? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Equally. Although, I, you know, I do feel like we just came up with a series of syllables that may not have ever been, <laughs> like, that might be a unique sentence. That, <laughs> I, think, I think you just summoned an eldritch god. Cthulhu for talking hunger, hunger, Dugger Dick podcast. <laughs> podcast. Um, Look, we gotta continue this meal. <laughs> All right, what, what's the second course on the, 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 the second course is um uh pasta putinesca. <laughs> All right, pasta. Or pasta. Oh, I was still on the hunger dugger egg food truck. We're talking. You're back to no, the episode. No, no, it's also horse pasta. <laughs> it's, it's horse pasta. Yeah, they oh. just call it horse pasta. <laughs> like that, that's no, a no, little there, bit. There's of... a history lo- lesson there, like about like women coming home to prepare it. <laughs> pasta as easy They're... as a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your horse pasta. Um. God, oh, <laughs> me, me and my family tried to make this before, and um, it it did not turn out uh good <laughs> because yeah. it has. It's it's a tomato sauce pasta that has anchovies, yeah, black olives, yeah, and capers in it. Okay, the oh, capers are where you went wrong. There is so much salt in this recipe. I'm with alive. Absolutely I'm... nothing to balance it out with. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Although when Tonio makes it, it looks delicious. It looks it delicious, and I want to believe it's delicious. Yeah, I want to believe that we just fucked it up royally. <laughs> I still can't get over the, the literal, tra- the offensively literal translation of horse pasta. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think that's accurate. Uh, yes. According to the manga that, that Tim posted here, the origin of the name supposedly comes from a whore that first made this out of random, worthless ingredients. The Italian word for whore is puttana, and the Italian word for worthless items is puttanata. You know, the the Thai have the drunken noodles, and the Italians have the whore pasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like you wouldn't go to an Italian restaurant and be like, yeah, I'll have the whore pasta. Verve translates it <laughs> more not? gently as harlot pasta. <laughs> Give me some of that whore pasta. <laughs> What's next? Give me skank some pasta? of that skank spaghetti. <laughs> skank pasta. <laughs> spaghetti. Come on. Skank spaghetti. <laughs> pasta skankanesca. <laughs> I want some slutty gnocchi. Oh. Call girl cannelloni. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah, to, my brain was just processing more uh, <laughs> terrible puns. But okay, let's move on. <laughs> I, I I'm can't I'm dying, man. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna die and let's go eat some Italian food. <laughs> oh, if only we could die. Show this to me as I die, please. Hey, hey, does this pasta have red peppers in it? Red pepper is the mildest fucking thing in the universe. Oh, he's such a baby here, and I love it. <laughs> he's baby. I, I can't eat spicy food. I can't even eat mild uh, curry unless it's like. Some apple Ver- honey curry. Vermont-style curry? I do love Vermont-style curry. That's, that's what they call it. Is that correct? Yeah. You can, you can get it, like, anywhere right now. In Vermont? No. <laughs> it's, it's a very... it's a. You can get it in any grocery store. Where? Really? I yeah, think really? it's just a brand of, like, uh, yeah. like, like curry brick. Okay, because the way he says it makes me think, like, you know, Vermont... Here in the states, it's not exactly known for yeah. its curry yeah, or think, you know culture. <laughs> I think a large uh, like part of when people make curry at home in Japan, they use uh, pre-packaged curry bricks. Yeah, yeah. they're like a I, like a seasoning roux brick that you put into your pot of water oh. or or whatever, and it kind of like breaks down and uh, seasons everything. Yeah, yeah. Joey, when you get a chance, do that curry. It's delicious. I'll give it a it shot. It is delicious. That looks good. I, I usually use the golden curry. Ooh. Yeah, I do too. You know, whenever this it's quarantine lifts and I can go out for another supply run. But yeah, I'll Tonio stay. takes it pretty well. He's like, sorry, if you don't like it, I'll be happy to take it off your bill. But as he's walking away, he's like, but I make my spaghetti so that even people who don't like spice will enjoy it. And Why just does he like, say it so menacingly? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought you were trying to advertise your food. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Jo- uh, uh, Okuyasu is touching his tongue to the, like a forkful of pasta and going like, oh, it's too spicy, too spicy. Taking you haven't tasted between. it, you motherfucker. <laughs> Why is Okuyasu the best and the worst? It, this is how I imagine everybody who says they don't like spicy food. <laughs> yeah. I think at this point, I decided I would love to eat at a restaurant with Okuyasu. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's God. the exact sort of like person who's just a lot of fun to eat weird stuff a, with. A regular bon vivant. Okay, <laughs> just I love that Josuke is so jaded at this point. He's like, "Yeah, just don't eat it." As he just stares <laughs> daggers at Tonio the entire time. <laughs> My favorite thing is he continues to drink out of it. Like he continues to drink his cappuccino that he got, <laughs> yeah. and like. Isn't stopping. He's not like, this probably isn't poisoned. <laughs> Th- weird things are going on. I better continue to drink this thing that he gave me. <laughs> Even though he's sus. God. Like, it hasn't killed him yet. Tony so he's probably fine. Change his faces from looking, just don't eat it. <clears throat> As he looks <clears throat> over and he gets this serious face. And then he turns. 
he gets like an All Might face and then turns into, don't worry, I'll take it off. Like the way he changes from All Might to One Punch Man in this. Just that. <laughs> Very good. Oh, and then just Okio so just starts gorging himself, himself because he's such a fucking toddler. Okay. So, he can't stop himself. No. I, I need to show you all because we get these two images of Okiyasu's face back and back because he slurps on the spaghetti yes Tim and as it's going into his gullet he makes this face oh and god then... it's so terrible he just has <laughs> these three noodles hanging out of his mouth like oh my god you fucking child and then a literal second later he makes this face one second sorry for the viewers at home uh, timestamp on Crunchyroll is 1425 for this transition and it is fucking wonderful because they clearly spent a lot of money on some scenes in this episode so what you're saying is okiyasu is that like jim has jim carrey control <laughs> over his whole face oh no oh, oh my god <laughs> these are one second apart with this gorgeously animated thing of okiyasu chewing on the spaghetti with the, you know his muscles on his face really well defined sweat pouring down and the next one looks like he's an extra in a background shot for, for a particularly low budget episode of one piece yeah like yeah. That, that's the look of I have on my face after I've eaten my fifth slice of pizza and I'm not feeling good. <laughs> Alright, so Okiyasu's like, look, uh, he's convinced, he's worshipping at the cult of Tonio at this point. I know he's a genius, but I guess even geniuses mess up sometime. Man, why can't I stop licking this? It's so good! <laughs> and he just... Yep. The whole time, uh, Josuke is like talking to him. He's like, "Hey, you remember what? Uh, who's his face? He was in the hospital. Uh, was telling us how stand together. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> telling you it must be a stand user. And then Okiyasu just goes like full hog, just cramming <laughs> pasta in his mouth. Stand users make me hungry. <laughs> it's like he's pasta bending. He's like the fucking cookie monster with the spaghetti. I don't understand why anybody would eat spaghetti like this. I say looking over at my empty spaghetti bowl that I totally just ate like that. Did you eat it by having your mouth half open and the spaghetti being like slurped and like tentacles retracting into your mouth? There's no way he has suction. How is this happening? He's like shouting my my stomach's opening up as he's just sh- like all these noodles are shotgunning down his throat. And I felt, I felt kind of dirty while watching this yeah. <laughs> definitely uh definitely something like, what, sexual going on here what, what, what hint i did it click on <laughs> a really good one he <laughs> faces off with a <laughs> and then and then the fucking tooth flies out <laughs> oh, <of course>. God. <laughs> so victor i gotta ask when did you become convinced that there was a stand use do was a stand user uh, at the water? <laughs> <laughs> I think it took us to the, sh- the teeth flying out like really? bullets. Really? <laughs> even even then, you know, it may have been the water from... Antonio explained how the minerals of the mozzarella cheese were stimulating Okiyasu's thyroid. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> God. Is it, he's just this... like, Okiyasu just... <laughs> like cries in pain as his jaw contorts for some reason and then two teeth fly out and then two teeth grow in 
I need to talk about these teeth first. We need to talk about these fucking teeth. This motherfucker is like 17, and his teeth are so decayed that it has like a fucking giant hole in it. How does this happen? Uh, Okiyasu has never been introduced to toothpaste. How are you not in complete agony with this thing in your mouth? (laughs) Maybe he is. He he says it hurts his teeth when he drinks cold water. (laughs) And you know Keicho never took him to a dentist. Yeah, never. (laughs) Is there a dentist in Morio? No, no. The last one disappeared a few years back. Actually, actually, there is one, but everybody that goes there mysteriously disappears. <laughs> what do you think, Josuke could fix his teeth with Crazy Diamond? Probably. Uh, it's pro- it's not recent enough. I feel like I mean that jo- pi- that picture he reconstructed was very old. Uh maybe you're right. I feel like Josuke would let his teeth stay like this to teach him a lesson yeah. about good. Hygiene or some shit. I, or maybe yeah, he didn't right. do it because he didn't want to set a precedent of him just solving Okuyasu's health problems. <laughs> no, dude, you need to brush your damn teeth. Brush your teeth. I don't want it's like, well, you Why would to I brush my teeth if right? you could just heal them with crazy diamond? I'm not doing <laughs> that. Brush your fucking teeth. <laughs> Every morning he goes over to Okuyasu's house and just punches him in the stomach with crazy diamond. <laughs> what did you do yesterday? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> are you saying that these are the health problems that Okiyasu has after he gets regular healing from Josuke? <laughs> no. Because that does sound like a terrifyingly accurate glimpse into Okiyasu's lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's Man. like he has teeth at all. Yeah. I really preferred the Zeppelin method of healing. <laughs> Just one pinky right to the solar plexus. <laughs> So Josuke, this is the best, Josuke calls forth Crazy Diamond and punches the plate of spaghetti. He touches Okiyasu's spaghetti. Somebody touch my spaghetti! Are you really excited for Josuke's, like, defining... Stand, like stand pose to be yes. punching spaghetti. This is this is the one. This is his Jotaro punch or Jotaro point. This is his punching the it, fucking spaghetti. In every like promotional thing that I've ever seen, it is always Joe's uh, K pointing and like or, crazy diamond right behind him with his giant fist, and then he punches spaghetti. Yep, <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. It is a. Uh, Fucking amazing. <laughs> this crazy diamond allows him to uncook the spaghetti. He doesn't just <laughs> uncook the pasta. He reconstitutes the sauce into tiny tomatoes. Yeah, it reconstitutes the tomatoes, the red pepper. Like, the, oh. the pasta becomes dried pasta again. Shouldn't, shouldn't this pull stuff out of Okiyasu's stomach? That's what I was thinking. Okiyasu ate some of this. <laughs> I mean, his stomach does become on the outside for a second. We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, like, after it reconstitutes this pasta, you see little tomato gremlins. Yeah. (laughs) I love the tomato gremlins. (laughs) Tomato gremlins. Oh, they're They're, so terrible. They're, They're terrible looking, and I love them. It's true. And they go darting out of the room into the kitchen. They've got little hearts on their hands. Of course they of course they do. I'm surprised they are not giant teas. Yeah. <laughs> I I do need y'all to look at this. Let's go eat Italian food, chapter four. P- 
picture of Josuke's long tummy. Oh man, that's he's real long Josuke there. <laughs> it's a long, long <laughs> Josuke. Long, long. I'm just imagining having to sit through this in the manga when it was first coming out as it like comes out in weekly Shonen Jump and sometimes not even weekly like every other week. This is four four fucking chapters. Like just spend a month watching this. (laughs) What's going to happen to Okuyasu? Is he going to (laughs) die to this Italian cook? (laughs) That would be so bad. <laughs> Just to kill a character while he's eating at an Italian restaurant. <laughs> uh, oh, anyways, Jessica goes charging after this stand into the kitchen, <laughs> and this is such a dramatic scene. Like oh, all man. the like burners are going. the The screen has a weird like crinkly effect on it. It's very dark. <laughs> it's the horror filter that they just threw spooky. over top of it. Tonya does not does not believe in lighting in his kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see where the knife is going. No, he cooks in the dark. It's a night cooking. I, like, and then who who is he cooking all cooking all this shit for? How many customers does he get? Well, it's prep work. You make sure that you have water boiling at all times, so you can do the pasta easy. You know, he didn't make the sauce to go. Like, he came out with these this food in like thirty seconds between each course. A lot of this stuff is just prep work that's been simmering, which makes me I think that. There's only really one menu every day, and he just says it's made specifically for everyone. <laughs> like, then just put it on the menu. <laughs> Today, but then you don't feel as special. I made yeah, this marketing gimmick just for you. It's lamb with applesauce, and then the, you so, this lamb with applesauce is great. It's perfect for me. Customized. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. You know, I'd be a little upset if I couldn't order what I wanted, but if a man like. Like sized me up and and predicted the exact perfect uh, dinner for me, and it hit every course of the meal. I'd be really goddamn impressed too. Yeah, I'd but, be like, man, this is this guy knows what he's doing. This guy's a fucking uh, <laughs> genius. It would be a little spoiled by the fact that he also accurately pegged your last bowel movement. But, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, wash your damn hands. Wash, wash your damn hands. <laughs> yeah, hand washing. Um, I don't like that we we see this dog again, and it's such a cute little it dog. The, it's a cute little dog. It is the most attractive animal Araki has ever made. Yeah, it's and true. And it's like eating the like a piece of lamb in a way that's very unappealing. Wait, and Joey, I got to challenge you on that one. He did make Pet Shop. That's true. I said most attractive, pet- not sexiest. Pet Shop fucks. <laughs> the sinister look that Tonio gives this dog. Oh, it's good. Good. <laughs> You're eating that up. <laughs> it looks like, like my dish was oh, a no. success. Yeah. My main dish, lamb yeah. and applesauce. Because the dog, like, gets a shocked look on its face and then immediately starts barfing up its insides. You, you remember what Santana did to those Nazis? This is sort of how I feel about what's happening to this dog. It's so bad. Um, To the ones who were watching on Crunchyroll, how did this look? Was it blacked out? Nope. No. Nope. No. <laughs> no. 
This is extremely not blacked out. <laughs> I I hated all of this. I didn't even save the picture of it because it was awful. It was bad, and I hated this. <sighs> and body hoarder on Okiyasu, sure, fine, it's okay. Body hoarder on an adorable dog, no. <laughs> and, Okay, so Josuke gets noticed at this point. Tony is like, "Did you see?" As he holds up, pulls a knife at him. Just like full, full heel turn, like full, like, like, oh, like he goes full villain at this point. The colors shift dramatically, so now his his yeah. outfit's all orange. It's real good. Because Josuke's freaking out. Oh, sorry, I just compared the two versions. They do cut out a significant amount of intestine from <laughs> the dog vomiting. <laughs> Yeah, there is an upsetting amount in the the Blu-ray version. Yep. And so, Josuke starts, like, wait, getting ready to fight Tonio when he turns around to find Okiyasu. Okiyasu. Just fucking going down. He found he's, like, dish. chowing down in, like, a horror movie sort of way where, like, he can't help himself. He's compulsed to do this. Like, just uncontrollably shuffling food into his mouth. Gotta get that, get that lamb sauce. It's good shit. Never <laughs> been so happy in his entire life. <laughs> oh, he's eating it with his hands like an animal. Go get your fork and knife, you dick. He still hasn't washed his hands. No. Ooh, my. <laughs> no, he still has athlete's foot and diarrhea on his hands, and he's just, like, grabbing up <sighs> these lamb chops, like, full fist. And he's got the fucking hamster cheeks still. Oh, okay, she's so, like gagging over here. I'm sorry. I, I, this is a call out to the void for someone else to connect to on this. Maybe Victor. But what happens to Okiyasu here is his intestines just burst out the wall of his stomach. Mm-hmm. As he's shouting Umai. And so, like, I, I remember this may be... Not, this, Maybe not true, it's an anecdote I heard at some point, that the chestburster scene from Alien was inspired by someone who, like, had IBS. Yeah. And so, that is something that, like, I've never felt more connected to someone else, <laughs> reaching across the void through art for a shared experience, where it feels like your insides are violently trying to force their way to be your outsides through the wall of your stomach. It's just... Oh, yeah. Look, oh, no, it's it's the worst, Joey, and I... Yeah. I think I think we've all had food poisoning before. <laughs> <sighs> I had food poisoning just this week. When I was young, Oop, my dad... Oh, my. <laughs> Oh my. my dad has told me about the time that he got gastroenteritis when he was in, uh, I think it was Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was either Korea or the Philippines. And he said he spent like two solid weeks uh, with like 80% of his waking hours in a bathroom. Uh, and he had like lost 40 pounds or something by the end of it. It was something oh, ridiculous. Oh my <laughs> so, God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it feels. That's how you shit out your soul. <laughs> Uh, but Josuke you, you, you start making deals with deities you don't believe in <laughs> yep yep <laughs> you're just in agony on the toilet I don't even <laughs> believe in Jeebus save me Jeebus oh, save me Jeebus Josuke is understandably freaked out by Okiyasu's behavior and intestines and we see Tonio coming up with this brick behind him and this <laughs> menacing thing I love the animation in this scene just the, the way things just move the, without like actual motion and oh, colors <laughs> everywhere. 
the terrifying looks that Tonya <laughs> makes are just <laughs> priceless. They're All Might faces. If All Might were a villain, <laughs> yeah. These are sleep paralysis demon faces. <laughs> yeah. And Josuke turns around. Donio brings the brick down and it's soap. And he's like, wash your hands. Why are you in my kitchen? And Josuke's like, what are you talking about? Okiyasu is fountaining blood. And Okiyasu's like, look, Josuke, I'm great again. <laughs> Never felt better. Like, Okiyasu felt- does not remember that his intestines were just outside of his body. <laughs> He is spraying blood from his mouth like a fountain. He's like, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> God, sounds Tonio makes. I like how polite he is and happy he is for his paying customer. And then and he's just like completely <laughs> shitting on Josuke. Yeah. Because Okiyasu, as we established, also did not wash his damn hands. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, oh, I'm so happy that it switches back over to the puppy and the puppy's also good. <laughs> the, we should note that the, pope, the puppy is alive. It, it's, and better than ever. Like, this is what I was talking about when I said this is the moment when I understood that Iraqi knows what we think of him, and he's <laughs> yep. just fucking with us. Yep. I, like, like, the <laughs> first time I saw this, I was like, this is this is a Hansel and Gretel situation. He's going to try and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> he's just making sure they don't have any cavities before he <laughs> makes them into stew. <laughs> Can't have cavities in the stew. God, but the music changes from the dramatic tension music to... It's soft piano. It's so good. It's just case like, wait, you mean you're not trying to kill us? He's like, no, I'm a chef. I'm trying to feed you all good food. Why are you in my kitchen? As if Tonio, do you think Tonio does not understand that it is not normal for his customers to literally puke their guts out every meal? <laughs> why, why wouldn't you He's just bring them now? Why wouldn't you just bring your stand out at the table while Tonio's there? He's never met another stand user. He said he like so. Why would he believe that anybody else could see it? Huh? No, I meant Chosuke. <laughs> oh, you mean the use, like... use your stand to check if people are other stand users? Oh yeah, like Jotaro does, where it's just like it's punchy for flinching now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just to everyone you meet. Yes, one hundred percent every yeah, time. God, so Tonio's like, the, the, he's like, wait, you're a stand user. We're stand users too. And I like when they all pull out their stands. He's like, oh wow, that's great. I've never met another stand user. That's cool. So, do you think Tonio was sh- shot by like the boss in Italy? No. He's from Italy. Where do you think he got no, a stand from? He just naturally has a stand. <laughs> he said he got it when it he was like, desperately searching for his like food. I. What does he say again? God, it just made no sense in context of the show, and I know it's never going to matter again. Uh, oh, no. It's, no. <laughs> don't worry about it. He actually nicked his finger on a stand chef knife. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's got it behind the counter. <laughs> He cuts all he cuts all apprentices that come in that come in and work for him. That's why he has no waiters. <laughs> it's why he works it's why his building's in a cemetery, yes, to get rid of the failures. 
<laughs> I want to know what happens when you fail the stand arrow test. You die. We know what happens. When I traveled yeah, the I... world searching for ways to improve my cooking, I discovered that I had received this ability. So he just doesn't remember getting shot. Yeah, yeah probably not. <laughs> All right. I have to ask y'all a question mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they go get Okuyasu's dad immediately? <laughs> I don't there is one person... A hundred percent could fix his dad. One hundred percent. So could Josuke. <laughs> Do you, can you imagine? Like, even if, even if you thought Josuke's uh, power wouldn't be able to, this man's power, a hundred percent would be able. Yeah, to. Yeah, one hundred percent would. He would explode into green mucus everywhere, and then suddenly there would just be a whole man. Like <laughs> just like, dude, <laughs> the medical marvels that Tonio could perform. <laughs> I, just, I don't understand hey, why so... he he doesn't just like. Bring it out up front as like his sales pitch is like, okay, you may experience some discomfort, but you will feel better than ever at the end. Like, Why don't you work at a fucking hospital, you douche? <laughs> I think he thinks this is just how food works. Oh. He's never known any different. He has the dream of being a small business owner. Yeah. Sharing his food with the world. All so he cares know. about is the cooking. The episode ends with Josuke scrubbing the kitchen down that he contaminated. Because good on good on Tonio for keeping good kitchens hygiene yeah. safety. I'm proud of him. Reminder I, I to our listeners, stay inside, wash your hands. Yeah. yeah. I love the shift from like nice business owner to him just scolding Josuke. <laughs> you there, why are you in the kitchen? It, it, and like combined with the Japanese Italian accent, it's just mwah, <laughs> chef's kiss. Perfect. And Okuyasu's eating a flan for the and he's like, uh a flan, I got uh, a uh, reputation uh, to keep uh, here, no. says the man who cried over a glass of water ten minutes ago. <laughs> God. Another My athlete's cry. foot's all better! <laughs> like we get his just like, weakling foot. Just kicking, you just hear him shouting from the other room <laughs> as just he's so scrubbing mad. and scrubbing, and uh, like, Okiyas is just having the meal of his life. I love the design of uh, Pearl Jam, but it looks so fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying, <laughs> Like, it's got gremlin teeth and, like, weird eyes. There's these little cherry pepper-looking motherfuckers that are also, uh, I don't know, bombs, like detonation devices. They've got these weird infrared sensors at the top. <laughs> They're a little ups- the more, The closer you look at them, the more upsetting they are. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we didn't mention that we did not get an opening this time, mostly because we get this scene at the end of <laughs> the Speedwagon Foundation meeting Jotaro with like a dead drop spy move. Yeah. yeah. S- it's like we're away from electrical lines. There shouldn't be any eavesdropping. You know, people can just, uh. can just actually eavesdrop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah they, they have good. They have good visibility. There's nobody here that looks ridiculous, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of ridiculous, no. the message he came to send was, "I'm on my way, Joseph Joestar," and we get a shot of somebody on a boat with. <laughs> I like. I know Joseph has a penchant for. Dumb terrible hats. hats. Yeah, terrible hats. Yeah. Is what I was about to say. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, Joseph Joestar coming back to be the main JoJo in three arcs. Yes. Man, <laughs> Victor, were you expecting Joseph to show up? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there, I was 
100% convinced that Joseph Joestar was not going to appear in this entire like part because uh, he's he should not be coming here to address this. He's, he's been, like 90. He's been practicing the Joestar family technique from this for a long time and he can continue. He doesn't need to be waltzing back in here like he's going to fix everything. In all honesty, he has no business being here. <laughs> Fucking man <sighs> thinks he can just leave a woman for this many years on her own with a child and then just come right back in and expect everything to be okay. <laughs> I mean, he's rich, so it tracks. Yeah. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to go be with her. Hamon kept him young, Victor. Yeah, Hamon <laughs> keeps you young. Remember that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, remember that. So, God, you know, I... Uh, I think my opinion is clear that this is the best episode of JoJo. Victor, how did you like it? It is a very fun and entertaining episode of JoJo. Yeah. And again, it, it it's made better by the fact that Araki is just fucking with you. And it, he's having yeah. fun with it, right? It, yeah. He's in the groove. God. He, he clearly knows what he's doing in this one. This is so fucking He knows what he's doing and he should be ashamed of himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> God, what about uh, y'all? And, and oh, this is easily a, top three. He's like probably top three. God, what's even better than this? Like, the, I, well, I'm, Caesar, I'm not even sure. Caesar's death. Caesar's death. <laughs> Sorry, Caesar's death. Uh, wired back. Um, <laughs> <Wired>. No. <laughs> uh, Dio's, Darby Dio, the gambler. Darby the gambler is really good, but I Darby. think this is better slightly. Um, Dio's world part two. Um, or is it part three? Whatever. God. This is up there though. Part three is the is the one where Ninja he turns Mora into Brothers the, the Part one. three. Oh God! <laughs> what? Ninja Mora Brothers Part God. three. God! Anybody who has that opinion is wrong, <laughs> and we're not afraid um, to say it. It's, you can't have a wrong opinion. Yes, you can. Yes, yes you, can. you can. It's right sure there. Can. Blueford and Turkin. <laughs> oh my Turkin. God! All right. Thank you everyone for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam, where I'll be posting long Joe <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. As always, tweet at the podcast at Joestar All Stars. Bless you, Fee. You can find the podcast episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Joestar All Stars. Fireside.fm is where we officially live. And if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com. We read each and every one of them, and we appreciate the hell out of all of you, because you all are great. And if you think we're great, leave a review, tell a friend, give a five stars on Apple iTunes. You know, it actually helps spread the word. Shout out to was it Matthew Denbo, who sent us a fan mail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, are we shouting out people yeah. by name? Uh, yeah. That's... He said you can if oh, you no. want. There we go. And we wanted to, so we did. Creating a precedence I, I'll never remember to do. Yeah, we will. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> Feel Lucky is the only shout out because <laughs> this is not something we can commit to. We so, are Victor, bad, I, terrible people and will never structure this podcast any more than we already have. <laughs> it's a miracle we've gotten this far. <laughs> did we hype this up too much, too little, too little, or the appropriate amount, Victor? I would say the appropriate amount, actually. Yeah. yeah. Called it. It's good. It, this is quality fucking JoJo content. All right, y'all. We got so, about, uh, we got to kill 25 more minutes. So uh, who else has no, something? Th- 
No, the fuck we don't. <laughs> are we going to circle back around to Pearl Jam, or are we going to go over... <laughs> are we going to shit on Pearl Jam some more? I don't think you We're did any of that on air. Of Italian oh, you food did. and start reviewing it on podcast. Ooh, yeah, what's your favorite Italian foods, everyone? I feel like that should be a segment for next season. <laughs> you know, actually, maybe. And we'll call it, let's all eat Italian food. Let's all eat it. JoJo's bizarre Western food references. Yeah. Let's uh let's go order the entire menu at Olive Garden. Oh god. <laughs> no. I did not think he would survive that video. It's <laughs> a good video. I thought he was going to die. Uh, upsetting amount of terrible pasta. Yeah. Olive Garden is truly the Taco Bell of, <laughs> of Italian food. Yep. You say that like it's a bad thing, Grant. I love Olive Garden, but only to eat copious amounts of soup. It has its place. The breadsticks are unlimited. Unlimited. I I eat like three when I go there. I'm there for soup. Unlimited. I know what I'm up to. Know what I'm about. But you can't have something called pasta cake. It's not okay. What? What is (laughs) Yeah, there's a lasagna cake. Oh, yeah. That one looks amazing. It's just a bunch of layers of cake. It's fine. God, my favorite part was every time someone that brought in took a sip of that fucking tea. And just they were like dying immediately. Uh, we should we should like call out that video right by name, like <laughs> throwing it. It's uh, the try. It's the try guys. Keith eats everything on the menu. It's it's a disaster in progress and it's pretty great. Yeah, it's a That's train funny. wreck and I love to watch. Were him. you expecting so many now? His intestines to come out of his body and then... <laughs> yes, actually, and to not be that healed. Was, yeah. That was within the realm of possibility. <laughs> his teeth to fly out like bullets. <laughs> yep. Also, to stick better, in the ceiling. Was it made better by the fact that he was doing it in the back of a U-Haul in the parking lot? It was about it was about all, as Braun brand as you could get for all of that. Yeah. Oh, anyways. <laughs> yep. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching. This has been Joe Star All Stars signing out for all of you hand washing nerds out there. <laughs> Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. No. <laughs> uh, no. Don't like that.